So I have this song that I wrote for internet marketers. Uh, it's yeah, it's about internet marketers and I, I don't have a beat, but maybe I could find a, find a beat. Um, and I think you guys are going to like it. It just kind of like, it, it was just like an inspired thought, you know, it's one of those. Um, if you guys are live right now, let me know how I'm, I'm sounding and how you guys like this, this setup that I I've created this, this, uh, set. I think it's pretty good. I can, I can adjust in, out, in. Of course, if you're listening on audio, you have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. But let me just find, what's that song that's like, bum, 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 pop yo shit, rap song, pop yo shit. What's that? Metro Boomin, pop, oh. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's called Pop Your Shit. Funny enough. All right, let me find the instrumental. And then I'm going to share with you guys my new song uh, called Internet. Oh, this is trippy. I'm like watching myself live. But uh, okay. So pop your shit instrumental. Here we go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, the song's for internet marketers. Hey. 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 Hey, find my shit. It's really sick. Hop on a call. Suck my dick. Give me that cash. Buy my shit. Buy my course. Buy my shit. Buy my course. It's really sick. Buy my shit. Suck my dick. Give me your cash. I got shit. Buy my shit. Buy my shit. Yeah, buy my offer. Buy my bitch. Buy my shit. <laughs> that's it. What'd you guys think? That that's as far as I've gotten. Did you like it? Chloe goes, it's a joke. <laughs> Is this a joke? <laughs> it's not a joke, guys. I'm already streaming live. This <laughs> That's just how I feel. When I get like offered stuff by internet people, um, yeah, that's what it feels like. That that's like what it feels like when you're getting pitched to by internet marketing people. But anyway, today I'm going to tell you guys uh, how to get people to buy your shit. Um, yeah, I I think you guys are going to like it. So I just actually wrote this post, and I want to. Basically, what my my intention is here is to read it to you, but also to expand on it. You know, kind of just stream of consciousness and and flow it, and uh, and and let me know, let me know what you guys think. Um, so here we go. So it's called "How to Make Money in 2024 by Finding the Wave," and then thoughts expanding on power and influence. So I did a poll on Instagram last night. And the results were pretty intriguing. And the question that I asked was, which content are you most excited to see from me in 2024? And the options were as follows. It was how to make money. It was personal branding, networking relationships, and health. And the results were pretty interesting. The, the results were 41% of people want to know how to make money or content related on how to make money. 
29% of people were on the personal brand. They're interested in just personal branding. 70% of people wanted networking and relationships and 13% of people um, are interested in health. Now to expand on the post, I didn't put this in the post, but um, I, I think what's funny is that in, really in order to make money in what some might say that is the new world, being in good shape and being healthy is like number one, because if you're not tuned in and if you're, if you're like, you need to have a lot of energy, you know, you, you need to, you need to have good energy. You need to be able to spot patterns that other people aren't seeing. And you also need to be able to work like a lot and, um, and just being fit and active is like, yeah, and having your brain work well is really step number one. That's why when I was talking about the whole, you know, uh, travel ho era, the, the step number one was just focusing on being sexy or like, you know, getting your cardio in because when your body is, when your body's like primed and feeling good and you know, you've gotten a good sweat in your brain just works better. That's it. You know, you, you're just more likely to get inspired thoughts and you can work for longer periods of time. So that is, um, that that's why you know I I thought it was funny that thirteen percent of people said they're interested in health. Maybe maybe my audience is just in great shape. Great shape. Although I do pay pretty careful attention to my direct messages, and I know that not everyone is in amazing shape. Uh, but that is a priority. So uh, going back to the numbers, forty one percent of people said making money was important. Twenty nine percent of people said personal brand. And those are pretty closely related. Like if you're interested in personal branding, you are also probably interested in make money. So I'm just going to add it up and say that 70% of my audience wants topics related to making money. Okay. And this means uh, that I'm prepared to make a lot more content about making money because clearly 70% of my audience wants making money related stuff. Okay. Uh, if you're watching this live, please comment in the chat if that's uh, something you're interested in too. And so my areas of expertise when it comes to making money are as follows. Number one, persuasion, sales, and influence. I think that's probably my, my top trait and skill set. Personal branding and product branding, true no-code building, content creation, consulting and info products, and that's it. And then here's what I will, what I'm planning on not personally discussing. So the the topics of agencies, dropshipping, trading, and crypto. And although I believe these these models are still relevant in 2024, uh, and you know, um, I do know a little bit about each of them, but I I want to bring you guys like experts. So I'm I'm going to be you know doing my podcast. We have a whole studio set up here, and um, and I'll be bringing on. My, my intention is to, you know, uh, my, my intention is to get on like experts in the space that don't talk about the stuff on social media. So, you know, I don't really, I mean, I will have on my, my course selling friends, you know, in the e-com space and such, but my, my number one, uh, you know, focus for the podcast is to bring interesting people who, who wouldn't otherwise like share their secret sauce, like guys who've just built million dollar a month e-com stores or guys who've built, you know, giant companies that just don't have brands and, uh, and aren't sharing what they've learned. Um, and ideally, you know, brands that are primed for like the new world, like multi-million dollar, one, two, three person businesses, I think are very fascinating. And, you know, growing up, 
I would always listen to Tim Ferriss and Tim Ferriss is like a, a big inspiration to me. And he had a few posts about like million dollar one person businesses that, that were so inspiring to me. And I, I want to like be that guy now for, for you. You know, I, I want to study these like million dollar one person businesses and bring you guys people that are doing it. And yeah, uh, I, I think that like the more content like that, that's out there, the better. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Now, um, yeah, that's the mission of, of that podcast and, you know, of, of who's here. There's tape that has arrived. Chloe's going to get tape. Um, so yeah, that's the mission of the podcast. But for now, in this video, in this stream, in this podcast, um, I wanted to give you some of the introductory insights as, uh, as to how I view making money in 2024. And so the first part of this is something that uh, I'm coining the hormetic order, which obviously play on the hermetic principles. Uh, but this is the hormetic order because Hormozzi is like the number one guru right now. You know, he's, he's like the guy who's made hundreds of millions of dollars and cr or created at least hundreds of millions of dollars of value. He doesn't have a course to sell. He's kind of like top G in my opinion, when it comes to like business advice, um, and, and so I was actually re I've been rereading his a uh, hundred million dollar offers book as most entrepreneurs are this time of year. But, um, yeah, I, I uh, he talks about like, okay. So he, he talks about this like order of variables that are important when it, when it comes to like starting in business. And the three variables are the market you're in, the product you're selling and your sales and persuasion skills. And it's important in that order. So you have the starving market, you have the hundred million dollar offer, and you have the focus on improving your, your sales and persuasion. And the order, the order is critical because if, even if your offer and product and your sales and persuasion suck, you can still make money if you're in a starving market. And so for example, if you're running a marathon and you haven't had any water for hours, but you're nearing the last mile and you come across a water stand, and the guy selling it wants, uh, you know, $10 per cup of water and it's like shitty water and he's kind of annoying and he smells bad. You would still buy the water, right? Because you're, you're starving. You're, I mean, in this case, obviously you're not starving, you're thirsty, but you're extremely thirsty. And if you don't have it, you might pass out, right? So you're going to drink it even if it sucks. And even if the salesman is a little weird because you just need it, right? And you're in a lot of pain. Okay. So first off, whenever, you know, whatever business you're in, it's very crucial um, that you make sure that you're attacking the most starving market that you can find. And to be clear, the most starving market usually follows an external trend line. So for example, during the 20 to, uh, 2020 to 2022 pandemic, my friend Felix Hutenbach, who's a very intelligent uh, guy and entrepreneur, very skilled entrepreneur, took advantage of the lockdown trend and the pandemic and the C-19 stuff. And he launched a testing company that made hundreds of millions of dollars in the course of a couple of years. And like within the first month, they were making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like what business do you launch where you make hundreds of thousands of dollars in the first month, unless you have a starving market, right? Like uh, they had basically an MVP, they had a table, they had a doctor, they had a swab, they had a test. And 
they had a starving a starving market, which is people who needed to get tested to find out if they had this thing to travel or go anywhere, go to work or whatever. And on top of that, they had like insurance companies that were paying for the tests. And so they made hundreds of millions of dollars, right? And so, you know, similar businesses selling, uh, you know, in, in that era, like they were selling PPE. So the, you know, masks and equipment to protect themselves uh, against the scary thing that was happening back then. Um, and those kind of companies made tons and tons of money too. Like anyone who started a, a company that that solved any problem related to the viruses, virus thing, made a lot of money. So that was um, that was key, right? Like they they had the starving market down. Now, another starving market is, you know, crypto during a bull run. And like, I have several friends who launched products or NFT projects or um, coins on, or things on the blockchain. Like one of my friends launched a uh, on-chain music label and made $200,000 in five minutes. Another set of friends, um, guys who actually followed me, my content for a while, launched uh, an NFT project and made a million dollars in like a day just because the market is starving for projects to buy and to pour money into. And so how do you find a starving market, like a truly starving market? Well, it typically is associated with an external trend, okay? And so um, you kind of just got to pay attention to those macro trends and maybe predict into the future, like what is something that in the future people might really, really want? And, th and then, you know, if something does come along, how can you tailor your offer and adjust and be adaptable with your product or your you know, whatever it is you're selling so that it's more appealing to people, um, you know, in that time period. And so the idea is you want to test things, right? And, and when you're in the right market, it will feel like you are surfing a, the most perfect and large wave. And that is as opposed to being in an overly saturated market where your business feels more like, you know, you're in a sea of like people boogie boarding and it's super choppy waves and it's windy and it's kind of uncomfortable and there's people bumping into you. Like that's what it feels like when, you know, you're in a, you're in a crowded, uh, saturated market. And like, no matter how good you are at sales and persuasion, uh, and how amazing your product is, how amazing your product is, if you're in, you know, a, a sea of people also boogie boarding all around you, it's going to be hard to catch a great wave. Right. And so focusing on finding a very big wave is number one where there aren't a lot of people surfing. Um, and if there's no big waves and all the beaches are crowded, then you'd better dial in on your $100 million offer, aka you get an electric flying surfboard with a kite and you make surfing, uh, that makes surfing fun, even if it's a crowded market, because you can basically fly over everybody else and you are uh, uh, every, everyone else is trying to catch small waves. Meanwhile, you have on, you're on like the foiler with the kite and you're flying over everybody literally, and you easily stand out. Right. And now if you don't even have a flying surfboard and you don't have a good wave, you need to just be really fucking good at surfing. Like you need to be the best surfer in the water. So what I mean by that is, you know, you need to look your number one, you need to look where no one else is. Then you need to build an extremely good offer and then you need to sell the fuck out of it and get really good at persuasion. And to keep to my analogy, you need to find a beach with gigantic waves and uh, that no one knows about. And then you need to get an electric flying surfboard with a kite 
and you need to surf every single day. And that's going to make you like unstoppable. And so, um, to be honest, this should be, uh, thought provoking enough for you to analyze your 2024, um, business plans. And like, I would pause here and just start to think like, okay, am, do, do I have a big wave in front of me? Uh, or is it possible that in the near future, I could relate my business to a big wave that's coming? This is why I think, you know, it's advantageous. I'm, I'm even thinking about it myself. Like how can I somehow tie my products and offers to crypto so that when the crypto bull run comes, my offers like ready in position where other people are like scrambling to create offers around it. So yeah, you want to be, again, as I would say, the hormetic overlord says, uh, you want to be the guy solving the problem for the exact, uh, for like a very specific person. Um, so I should also note that this methodology and this like kind of way of thinking also applies to being an investor and to investing because as an investor, you basically want to find the best surfer with the best equipment at the beach with that the fewest people know about with the best waves. And so for example, my friend, Daniel crypto, Dan is very good at this when it comes to spotting crypto projects that are bound to like 50 or four, even 400 X. And what he does is he finds projects during a time when no one cares about crypto uh, that, and he looks at the fundamentals, he sees if their equipment is good, right? And he, he sees the narrative and he sees if this could be a wave that, you know, amounts and eventually, you know, blows up. And then um, a few months later, when the project does blow up and everyone starts finding out about the project and starts pouring money in, or in other words, when surfers start to find out about the surf spot, that's when Daniel cashes out and, and leaves that beach and he sells all his, his shares. And uh, as a side note, Daniel and I are going to be doing some live calls in the next few days uh, for people learn, wanting to get into crypto and wanting to get into crypto investing because it is a way that if you, even if you have a few hundred or a few thousand dollars laying around, or if you have tens of thousands of dollars, you can seriously separate yourself from you know the masses uh, in in the wealth categories. So, I digress. This video podcast is uh, mainly about making money, not about investing. So let's get back into it. Oh, I just looked at the clock. Oh my goodness, it is time for me to go. Well, I will pause here. I hope that that was enough for you guys to think about. And I'll, I'll continue this another time. I didn't realize I have to go. I have to go to, to my trainer. And um, I can continue this stream later on. So if you guys like this, leave a thumbs up, um, share it, drop a comment. If you guys have any uh, questions, shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's at Arlen. And um, hope you guys enjoyed this so far. And I'll see you in, uh, in the next stream.